My first guest on the podcast is a girl I've known for a good few years now. She's a popular makeup artist here in the west of Ireland, or an MUA as they're called these days. She is warm-hearted, funny and kind, and knowing her in inverted commas real life, I can say her social media platform portrays her accurately. My friend first and my inspiration second. Sarah Holleran, you are very welcome to My Life and Stories. Thank you, Maria. What an introduction. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's great to have you. <laughs> You're like a celebrity after that. <laughs> she, she, you are a celeb. You're a local celeb. <laughs> Far from it now, I was raised. <laughs> <laughs> so just important to mention, first of all, due to the current COVID-19 restrictions, um, we're recording this today, Sunday the 10th of May. And I'm recording this on my bedroom, bedroom floor, <laughs> sitting on t- a pillow. And with a cup of coffee here beside me, and Sarah is the other side of town. I don't know where she's sitting, but I'm in a spare apart. room in a lovely, quiet room with my green tea. So chilled out. <laughs> Excellent. So we'll have the chat, Sarah. We'll get straight into it. How are you finding lockdown? Uh, how am I finding lockdown? Would it be a bit controversial to say I'm actually doing all right? Um, like I've kind of been afraid to nearly to nearly say that, so I have the last while, but um. You know what? It's not bad. I mean, I think with anyone else, you kind of go through days where you have, you know, your 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 bad days and you're pulling yourself out and trying to kind of keep to some form of a routine, especially with not working. I'd actually yeah. I, I'd actually like I, I I'd love to be kind of doing some form of work or something like that. So I'm trying to keep myself entertained. But I suppose the main thing is I'm, I'm actually doing grand. I'm doing all right. I don't have anything to complain about. I'm healthy. I'm happy. Yeah. My family's healthy and happy. So I think that's the main thing with all of this. And um, trying to stay positive is is definitely something I'm trying to do and keep that mindset of, you know, this will eventually be over and we will eventually go back to some form of normality, hopefully. Yeah, this too will pass, as they say. I actually yes. seen, um, I don't know if you saw today, the Sunday game. Well, it wasn't, I don't think the Sunday game recorded, but I saw it, they had uh, posted on Facebook. It was a kind of... Um, I suppose the championship, the normal championship as we know it, and yes. they were playing the boys of summer in the background, <laughs> and uh, the end message of it said, "This too will pass," and I just thought it Brilliant. was really fitting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think you have to, you have to stay, you have to stay positive. You can't, um, you get awful bogged down if you kind of thought every day was a negative day. You know, it's not. I mean. <laughs> people like you who are actually working and actually actually seeing it firsthand they're the people I feel for not not myself well you know like in a way even though we are in there and stuck in the middle of it um I feel lucky because I get to socialize with people you know yeah 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 it I suppose you, and it makes you appreciate your colleagues which is a good thing <laughs> do you know well we we appreciate you as well <laughs> So look, Sarah, just um, you're known for a few things, uh, but would it be fair to say that you're best known for working as a makeup artist, bridal in particular? Do you want to tell us the story of how you got into makeup in the first place and how you ended up specialising in bridal? Uh, yeah, I suppose that, that that is fair. That's a fair statement to say. I think um, I, I do specialise in bridal, I think, especially now, um, more so than ever, when you're kind of you're at that age where you are engaged and you are getting married, you tend to, I suppose, get, a, I, I don't know, is it, you get a few more inquiries of that and people can yeah. kind of relate to you a little bit, a little bit more. 
Um, how did I get into it? Uh, I started off, I suppose, and I don't even know if you know this, and we're actually friends. I did it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I did a um interior design course for a year, so I did that from September to May, and I kind of the way I describe it to people is that really got me into into kind of color, into textures, into matching colors with with color and. I went from there yeah. to That hair. was after, sorry, sir. that was after yeah. you did your leave insert, was it? After I did my leave insert, yeah. Did, yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. I came straight out and did that. Um, it was interior design and interior architecture. I can't say yeah. I enjoyed the architecture side of it as much, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the interior design part, the putting fluffy pillows on it, it was lovely, but the other yeah, side of it was absolutely. So I went from there to hairdressing and did that for about four or five years, um, hairdressing after that, and basically that brought me into the industry that brought me into the hair and makeup industry and I applied for a job in Mac in Galway um after I did a short course and ended up getting it and that is the long and the short of it I I always say that my career really started when I joined Mac Cosmetics that's where it started um your kind of course really is just the base of everything but when I got into Mac Cosmetics I um really fell in love with makeup absolutely fell in love with everything to do with it still to this day which is probably eight nine years later now eight years later something like that yeah um I still love what I do like I'm working for a different company now at the moment but I still absolutely love what I do and my main um my main love is brides because I just love being there you've yeah. no idea the crack you have the morning of a wedding with especially with Irish brides like not yeah. just there's just so much crack like the crack you have with the mother the father like <laughs> I can always say I always get the dad coming up to me am I next every time yeah. <laughs> every single wedding like I'm like oh I haven't heard that before <laughs> I know. It's, and it yeah. still makes me lol I just love the I love the wedding morning everything about it it's so special it's so I always feel so honored to be involved with a bride the morning of the wedding always that's a lovely thing to say yeah yeah and um, you can tell you enjoy it absolutely and just going back there you I didn't realize that so after the short course you got into Mac mm-hmm. pretty much straight away yeah yeah like Mac are arguably one of the you know well best known um makeup brands in the world so that's um, for yourself like that's it says a lot about you being able to get in straight away did you find that process difficult um now actually looking back I remembered I started I was actually got into Brown Thomas first and then right and then I um you know what they say in Ireland it's not what you know it's who you know Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, kind, I kind of think yeah. that so one of my my next door neighbors she's still one of my best friends um she was working in there and I heard of a job going in Mac so I was already in Brown Thompson very very short length of time working for another yeah. cosmetics company and then then I remember I remember so long ago now I suppose nearly, I know. nearly nine years ago and then when I heard that I was like you know what I'm just going to go and apply for it and I gave it yeah. my all I was um I was actually such a different person now that I look at it though I was quite shy uh yeah definitely nowhere near as confident I think the older you get the more you just get you know what I don't care what anyone thinks about me I'm just going to do what I'm going to do and go in but I was so I suppose I was young enough at the time and um yeah it it is getting into Mac was massive for me that was always my dream I always used to go in there and look at all the girls and be like oh my god oh my god like I just used to love going in and I I still love I still love going into work every day and I'm still 
the best of friends with them a lot of my colleagues in Mac one of them's actually my bridesmaid so yeah they're just yeah. to show that the friends and family you make are there and um that that just kind of that made it for me really so once you the shoe in the door it wasn't long get yeah get the foot in and that's all yeah. you need to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> they can't get rid of me now <laughs> no come here the next thing I want to talk about is you've recently started up a new separate Instagram account, uh, separate to your own Sarah Holleran uh, makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Hope I got that handle right. Yeah. Um, called the Bridal Index. Very yeah. clever name, by the way. What drove you to start that? Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, of course. Um, I suppose, God, weird. to be honest with you, this quarantine drove me to start yeah. it, if I'm really honest. Um, I was kind of myself and my fiance have had to postpone our wedding like so many other brides obviously in Ireland and the world and I I kind of wanted a bit of a distraction because it, it yeah. like no matter what anyone says it, it is something that's taken from you and that shouldn't be taken from you mm. so I yeah. you know I was like I'm not going to get down the dumps about this and I've I've kind of I hope people will say that I've been quite positive about it and haven't um tried to dwell on it too much so I started up the page in the hope that another bride that was coming along would be like, do you know what now? Yes, I have had to do that, but I can get a little bit of inf- uh, inspiration from this page. It's supposed to be generic. You know, I'm talk- going to talk about different topics on different days. And I started as well because I couldn't find anything. Yeah. And I found myself going to Pinterest and will say one day I could be, you know, flowers for your wedding. And the next day it'd be like, oh, I want to know what kind of lip color I want. Or the next day I want to know what kind of shoes I could have ideas for and I want that to be all in one page yeah and that's why I started the bridal index and uh, the reason I chose the kind of name I was brainstorming with a couple of my friends and I think it's always good to go back to go back to your friends go back to people and be like have you any idea what kind of you know name that and I wanted mm. it to be quite generic the idea is with this is I wanted to go I wanted to be as big as it can be so of course yeah I, I thought yeah clever name one of the girls mentioned some one day and I was like can I steal that off you <laughs> and she's like yeah no problem so um I yeah that's that and the reason I came about that yeah. page really is because of this this whole situation we're in at the moment it really is such a clever name and one thing I'll say about you Sarah is you're not a wallower you very much even though it's hard at times you always try and look on the bright side and just get on with it so I think that's Cute. a great thing there. Right back at you, Maria. I think you're the same as well. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. Speaking about weddings, um, you had to postpone. I know you touched on it there. Mm-hmm. How how are you about this? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk? Do you want to tell us what's happened since you initially had to postpone? Or the story about... I, I hope everyone's sitting down. Well, yeah. <laughs> have they, have they, have they got <laughs> Might a, take a while. Yeah, have they got a bit of time? Um, <laughs> it's funny. I actually met a, a neighbour the last day when I was in Aldi, like just um, obviously social distance and she rolled down the window and she yeah. just goes, exactly what you just said. She's like, how are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I was kind of laughing at her. But um, 
yeah like look no sure look at no more than yourself like it's it's kind of you know if I think we all know someone now at the very yeah. beginning I felt I'll be I'll be quite honest at the very beginning because we were due to get married the first of May so it was kind of up there with the first few people that had to kind of you know postpone yeah you were yeah I felt a little a little bit alone I was kind of like to my fiance geez I feel like no one else is going through this and then slowly but surely I was like never mind <laughs> like this is going on much longer um we're yeah. fine and yes we've had to postpone it so what we did was we postponed from the 1st of may to the 30th of october and yeah which would on. have been re- reasonable at the time oh yeah you know I think that'd be great now i won't have yeah. to worry about it for another few months and the kind of days and as you know with this um covid19 it changes every day so I don't think yeah. it's even a weekly thing. I think every day your your mood changes and your woman is like, God, we're fine. We're going to be out of this in no time next year. Like, yeah. I think it'll be three years time. Like, <laughs> you just don't know. Like. <laughs> well, the way some people are going on, you know, they'd nearly make you think it's going to yeah. be, yeah. be that way. Oh, if I hear anything like that, I'm just like, turn it off. Turn it off. I don't want that negativity in my life. Like- yeah. So since then, um, we had to make a really hard decision last week, I think was, yeah, what are we in now? The 10th last week. Yeah. yeah. We basically, we just, you know what, the worry, the kind of anxiety of it, um, more so worrying about all of our guests because we have quite a a big, you know, a typical big Irish wedding and myself and my fiance both have big families and uh, we kind of looked at it and we had a few other things going on that I probably won't mention just go into it'll just be take no, yeah, all day yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know we just said we're, we're going to pull the plug on it and do something completely dramatic and we're actually going to get married abroad now next year so that has went from zero <laughs> yeah. to 100 basically it I'm was trying. a shocker yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't see that coming but I'm you know delighted what my bridesmaid said to me she said yeah. well this is a plot twist yeah <laughs> <laughs> it really is like I mean I, I don't know I yeah. suppose you know me as well and I don't know where it came from but myself and Mark actually would have always we're we love going on holidays we love the sun anything like that and my friends always say to me they always like do you know what I actually I, I'm not really that surprised when they think about it because they could have could totally see us getting married abroad it's just it's yeah. it's kind of us and I guess at the beginning we were kind of we're kind of just going, trying to go along with everything and be like yeah we'll just invite everyone both the youngest in our families and yeah we'll just yeah. do everything yeah we'll do it all and then we said do you know what now that we're just going to pair it all back I was like I really just want to go away and do something totally different totally like a smaller out of the box altogether and I, I, yeah, for, for, I think now I'm relieved and I don't know how long it's going to last me. I hope another while longer because I think after the first time we changed it, I got instant relief. I was like, oh, I'm not worried anymore. Oh, this is great. And, yeah. um, I'm just hoping, really having the fingers and toes crossed that next June, uh, this won't even be on in a topic of conversation. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd, I'd like to think that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we were all kinds of, well, I know I was shocked with the the news of the lockdown when it came about. I, you know, we've heard about this coronavirus um, since, I suppose, was it January, kind of February time. And, you know, not to make light of it, but there was people joking about it. They yeah. didn't think it was on our doorstep at all. Absolutely. And then it landed like it was, I 
think it was Thursday. Am I right in saying 14th, 15th? Would it be Thursday the 12th or 13th of March? We got the announcement that the schools were closing. I think that was and, a big thing. I think I was like, yeah. okay, so this is a bit more serious than everyone is kind of, you know, thinks basically. You know what, Irish people as well, we're quite, we're quite laid back. Like we're quite a bit laxy-daisy about things. Yeah. I think you're totally right, definitely. And then on the Paddy's night, then I'll never forget it, Leo being on and just like talking to the niece. And, and yeah, that's, I think, when it, you know, shit hit the fan really. Yeah, oh, exactly. Actually, I, was, I, I don't know about you, but I felt to- so emotional, like watching it. I was like, oh my God, I was like, like, I, I can't, see, I can't see my family. Like, I'm so glad I actually get on with my fiance. I imagine being locked yeah. up in the house. I didn't think I'd be this long with the, in the house, but like, I just. I was like, oh my God, this is so serious. And I think I remember one day actually at work when we were in work and it was, I think it was February. And I'll never forget yeah. one of the, I, I just think I was in the canteen, we always have the chats in work. And I just said, yeah. God, lads, this is a bit more serious than I think. Like, And then I remember, I'll never forget one of the girls looking over and going, that hasn't a notion of coming to Ireland. <laughs> well, I will. Like, <laughs> fast forward a few weeks and it is here. Like, do you know, I was like, uh, just that keeps ringing in my ears yeah. that that um colleague saying that and I was like oh my god like uh, and here it is and here we are and we had your hen in Bristol on the 21st of February and got, it was like less than three weeks later this all like we the way we're going on in Bristol you know not yeah hey, hey tone it down but Prosecco, good lord. Oh my but, god, um, I never wanted to see a Prosecco for the rest of my life. Yeah. After <laughs> <laughs> but who would have thought it? I would I would love a session of Prosecco now. Oh my god. Uh, if I, I had the choice. But it's just amazing how quickly things change. And just I think people were in I'm kind of gone down a coronavirus route here and I didn't mean to, but do you know, just I think in work even for the first I'm a nurse for anyone that doesn't know um in Galway. But I think people were just the place was in a state of shock for a few weeks. But I think now it's amazing how quickly you adjust and it becomes your new normal. I know that term has been thrown around an awful lot. Yeah. But it is like that now. But people are, are you know, getting used to it. But hopefully, uh, you know, it'll it won't go on as long as we expect and you know what am I trying to say here (laughs) I'm like I know exactly what you're trying to say yeah you're just basically we kind of we're coming out of it we hope yeah anyway there's light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing it's just very slow but yeah and I do you know what as well like I I know obviously this is um, like people have actually like lives have been taken because of this and everything like that but of course I feel like I know a lot of things do happen for a reason and if anything it gives the people who are not like affected with affected by it like for instance I don't know anyone who has passed away from it thank touch wood and thank god but like it gives us all a little bit of slow down just stop like just you know like you need to take Mm. everything for what it is and you need to be so grateful for what you have and that that really me personally it has been a huge like it's been a huge effect on me. I've definitely changed. Not that I didn't take, but you know you do. You know what I mean? You complain about nothing sometimes. Yeah. And uh, it's and definitely changed changed me in that sense. And it's not like, you know, materialistic things yeah. that we miss. It's like Absolutely. human contact. Yeah. Family, friends. So I think now, hopefully in the next few weeks, gradually it will ease back into that way of life again. It'll be slow, but we'll get there. Absolutely. I think so too. So Sarah, um, I, just, I went 
talked a bit uh, much about COVID, too much about COVID nineteen. There possibly didn't mean to go down that road, but anyways, we're back out. We went down again. a rabbit hole. We'll come out of it now again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, just going back to the makeup, I just want to ask you, um, uh, makeup is something that every woman, dare I say, uses at some stage, most women mm-hmm. anyways. Some are hugely into it and make a massive effort each day. And others like myself would wear a bit to work, a small bit to work, and then try a bit more when, when we go out. <laughs> what, what would you recommend for girls for a basic everyday look? So just, you know, not to kind of, I suppose a natural, nice yeah. makeup look every day. Yeah, and we, do you mean like products or do you want like or do you mean like what should I think that every kind of girl should have in their makeup bag basically? Yeah, I would go with that. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like even just like actual generic products, I wouldn't I won't touch on brands cuz again that'll be a rabbit hole like the coronavirus. I know. I'll be down yeah, yeah. that come out. <laughs> yeah. So I do right now so we're in May. The weather is unbelievable. I can't get over it how good the weather has been here in Ireland yeah. um so I, I think that every girl needs their their little bit of SPF absolutely every day keep to keep your skin protected I'm a real SPF freak if I, I add because I've I've had um I have moles and that's just the way my skin is so I, I really yeah really think keeping the skin protected so I think go in with something like that it's really important to keep your skin super hydrated so you know a moisturizing SPF is a great one kind of doubles up for you Right, yeah. And I would definitely say a tinted moisturiser for this time of year and for the winter time. Interesting. Yeah, okay. yeah I do. I love a good tinted moisturiser. I would have to say uh, I've probably been reaching for my tinted moisturiser 70 to 80% of the time since we've been in, um, even now, like, but you know, anytime, even, even when it is during the summer. It's quick, it's easy, anyone can throw it on. And the most important thing is you can pop it on with your hands. So yeah, you need to be um, in, they need to be convenient products, and I'd say a moisture or sorry, a mascara as well. Yeah, definitely. And what would be my other go to? I quite like a balm, a lip balm for kind of an everyday. And if you can get a tinted lip balm at all, and I am going to actually mention a brand just in case. I'm going to if you yeah. if you wanted to get the Nars have a lovely. They do tinted lip balms. And they're great for, um, I always call them, this my customers to be laughing at me, but I always yeah. say it's like your, your car ban because it's always in the car. They're okay. in the center or underneath it. You know, you'd have everything. Or a girl, yeah. a girl would know it. My car is like horrific. But um, <laughs> you'd have it there on your left-hand side so you could reach for it on your way into work, on your drive up, you know, anything like that. And I'd say a good bronzer. Okay, I'll push you for a tinted moisturizer. So, because I actually know you were into that. Oh yeah, to be yeah, yeah. I, I have, I have. Um, I myself now at the moment, I have the. Just because I'm working for Nars at the moment, I have a lot of their products. Yeah. But the Nars hydrating tinted moisturizer. Now they do two different ones, but I'm drier. It's very important to use a foundation or we'll say a base. We'll call this one to suit your skin type. Um, that's a big mistake a lot of people make. Is getting a foundation does not that does not suit their skin type, and it's very hard for a person who is not a makeup artist to make that work. You know, it, you know it, yeah. it's very hard if you, let's say now if I had really dry skin and I went in with a super matte, full coverage foundation and if I had a lot of texture on my skin, that is literally going to suck into every bit of texture you have on your skin. So that would be my number one tip as well. Tinted moisturizer, okay. yeah. The Nars Hydrating Tinted Moisturizer is beautiful. Uh, 
comes in, I think, about 10 different shades. So you, sometimes it's better to have less choice, I find, with, with them kind of things. Yeah, so um, definitely. Yeah, it's beautiful. You can put it on with your hands. And honest to God, you could have your makeup done in five minutes with that and a, a mascara and a bronzer. Just five minutes in right. the morning. What about brows? Would you just, what would you do with them? <laughs> Those things. Keep forgetting those, yeah, because I'm lucky enough in that I've, quite like well quite my hair is pitch black like I've very yeah. dark hair so my brows are quite dark so what I tend to do day to day and I suppose what I'd recommend is like a brow gel so something you can brush through them just for day to day you know if you were heading into work there into the hospital you could yeah. literally brush it through the brows if it's tinted it'll have a little bit of color for for you and then the little gel will keep the brush uh your hair is kind of steady for the day so it'll keep them nice and set without looking like you have like, you know, really, really dark brows or anything like that. So that's what I would recommend day to day. If you wanted to go, it was more like you're kind of night out or anything. Um, a gel like texture or a powder is great. Right. Okay. Good to know. Thanks for that. Um, right. Moving on, Sarah. Um, I know another area you're passionate about it's, uh, is fitness. Um, from your social media, it's clear that you're into it and you take it quite seriously. Do you want to tell the listeners the story of how you got so interested in, I suppose, um, health and fitness and what drives you to be healthy? I suppose at the moment what's driving me is a wedding dress that I have to get into. And I, I, so I have a bit longer now to get into it. I have an extra to go, go to now as well. I bet you can't wait to get into that. I know, yeah. I feel like I've been looking at it for about five years at this stage. I know, I know. <laughs> Uh, Sarah, look, I've noticed you've been doing a lot of running recently. Um, what made you get into that, and how's it going? Um, I've I kind of I've always what they say dabbled. I've always dabbled yeah. a bit a bit in running, but um, I've always been in the mindset that I was never a runner. That was always my thing. I can't run, and I hear that all the time as well. And I'm like, yeah, me too. I totally I totally agree with you. But I found since we've kind of been isolating and in quarantine the last few weeks that it's something that's free it's something that you can get out and do at any time of the day you can go out in rain as well I know you don't want to go out in the rain but you can go out rain sun snow anytime and it's great for the head so that's why I've been kind of getting into running lately and I must say I'm absolutely loving it and I've kind of built myself up to now 10k which if you that said to me six weeks ago I'd be running 10k I would have thought you were crazy you know that's massive and you know 10k like it's not easy at all and I think it's very important to say that no one enjoys or finds it easy like it's not like oh I get up in the morning and I'm going to go for a run it's (laughs) a little bit of um, a battle with yourself every day well I find anyway absolutely I'm the the exact same but I'm I'm waiting for this runner's high that they talk about I'm like where is this I'm like I do not I haven't come across a runner's high at any stage yet I know, I know, but you do feel great, like a sense of achievement once you get back in that. Jump oh, in the, the shower. Feeling, the best feeling getting into a hot shower after, and just, I don't think as well, for me, I, I don't think I physically sweat as much as I do when I'm running and actually feel like I've worked out really, really hard. So that's why I kind of got into running and I wanted to challenge myself, and it is a challenge. Every, like you say, yeah. you're fighting with your mind the whole way through it, and, um, if finding listening to your your podcasts and your you know your audiobooks and your music keeping you going throughout the whole whatever it is just under the hour kind of thing so yeah I'm I'm loving it absolutely loving the run yeah I find podcasts are an audiobook as you mentioned they're great yeah. 
just to kind of they take your mind off it as you go absolutely absolutely they do especially if someone is kind of I'm if I'm going on a long run I find the audiobook or the podcast really good because it's it's continuously kind of taking your mind somewhere else and that's where you have to go when you're running you can't you can't be thinking about your feet pounding off the pavement you know you have to take yourself nearly somewhere else and that's how I keep going and get that extra kilometer for, for me anyway yeah so it's and, great great to take the mind off it and there's no chance of a dodgy song coming in in the middle of it Oh, the worst the worst that happened to me the last day and I couldn't change it and I just had to fight through the song for the entire like I was like oh my god is this ever going to end yeah I never listen to music now anymore it's either podcast or sorry when I'm running like it's either podcast or an audiobook I still I still do I still if it's a shorter run for yeah me, if, it, if I find it's um kind of like a tempo run if I'm trying to run for time I think music I don't know what it is I put on if you put it into uh, Spotify now you can get a great like running playlist off anyone you know so I find if you get a good tempo going on the shorter runs they'll, they'll keep you going but for longer runs I, I totally agree with you a podcast yeah. or an audiobook is the way to go I don't even have Spotify so that shows you how tech savvy I am and Sarah so not a story but I think uh, while I have you here it'd be very helpful for anyone that's listening that has thought about maybe dabbling in a bit of makeup on the side how would you become an MUA or what would you suggest is the best avenue to take in 2020 uh, I'd probably hold off till 2021, Maria, to be honest. Well, yeah, that's a good tip, good tip. <laughs> I'd, probably, yeah. I'd probably hold off. Get all your training in now and you'll be right as rain for, I think everyone is just hoping yeah. like Jan- once January comes, we'll have turned over a leaf. But um, my, I suppose, yeah, my <laughs> biggest tip would be, um, I suppose, to work hard and to try and stand out from the crowd. That would be the best advice I could get from anyone. And you can't go wrong which is consistent hard work and know that it's not an overnight thing I didn't just wake up in the morning and I was a bridal makeup artist that's that's not how it worked I worked really hard I've been doing it now for so many years and your name eventually gets out there and thank god it's gotten out there in a good way so your name will eventually get out there and, and it'll speak your work will speak for itself but just work hard and and um I suppose when I was kind of getting started myself I I was constantly on to other makeup artists and constantly in the makeup counters I needed to know what was new what was current and what was relevant um so just be wreck people's head that's what I would say wreck people's head and get out there be the student yeah exactly (laughs) and be willing to 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 I suppose for the first while really you do have to kind of put yourself out there and do things you know that may not make you a lot of money but will 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 kind of stand to you in your, you know, in your future. So that's that's kind of my best advice. Work hard and really stick with it. it you will you will get there. When I look back now, I can't, I kind of, you, you know, you nearly need to like, Jesus, I'm proud of myself, you know, from where you've come from and yeah. where you where I am now. And I think it's important to acknowledge that as well. It's amazing how much things, are like, I think over the years have changed. Like looking back to 2014 um, was the first time I ever got my makeup done in my life. And that was for yeah. a special occasion. I was bridesmaid for my cousin. Now I wouldn't even think about going to a wedding without getting my makeup done. So like it's just it's a massive um, there's a massive market out there. Um, and I've even, you know, noticed for the recent weddings I've been to. Oh, God, the last wedding I was at was in December now. But, oh my um, god I'd love, I'd love a good wedding now <laughs> I know I know but it's so hard like especially in 
the country, as they say. Um, yeah. They don't be long, but point, appointments don't be long booking up. So I definitely think there's a, a large market for it if anyone is interested in it. Absolutely. And go in if you really if if you think the bridal makeup is something you want to go into. I mean, there's so many of my really good makeup artist friends that are in other aspects of makeup. You know, they're into theatrical and they have no interest in bridal bridal makeup or anything like that. But absolutely get into it and and start somewhere like the the groom side of the family. If you're nervous about getting into bridal. um, I've done loads of groom side of the family. and I can tell you the crack is 90 in their house. There's like there's there's no panic. There's all relaxed having breakfast with them like you know start there and get work your name out in that sense like you say yourself like you you wouldn't dream of going to a wedding now without contacting a makeup artist and that is just that's the way it is now and I can only imagine it's going to blow up next year and now would be the time to get your your training in do your courses so much so much is gone online now so there's kind of no excuse to learn really and to always be learning with makeup I'm constantly I'm still I still learn from makeup still get new tips and tricks every day from Instagram and anything like that so absolutely I know you are Sarah um but it's very important to be professional like no more than myself working as a nurse a patient might come in maybe like two years um on and be like oh I remember you from two years ago and you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. And you'd kind of pretend like you know them. Like <laughs> Try, trying, to, trying to keep a straight face. And, uh, they remember yeah. you because I suppose I can I can imagine if I was um, going in for an appointment, I, I wouldn't forget who my nurse was. You know, that kind of way as well. Like. Well, same as that with the makeup artist. But it just goes to show that you have to be nice and profe- professional because it's all word of mouth. Absolutely. And it's 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 definitely like that in the makeup industry. It's it's word of mouth. It's who you recommend, who's been to who. I've done so many weddings who, um, you know, done the, as I was saying, done the, the bride and the bride's bridesmaid and then their sister will be five years later. And that that's the kind of best compliment you can nearly ever get. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, re- reputation is very important in that industry. Absolutely. So, Sarah, just moving on there now, um, the stories that inspire you in life, be it a book, an audio book or a new story that inspired you, something that pulled on your heartstrings or any story that stands out that you love. Um, a story, a story, a story. So I suppose when I'm kind of thinking of stories for me because of the job I'm in and because I get to meet so many unique people um like every day there's it's not it's like every day is different in work you know every single day whether it be with the bridal party or in my in my current job as well so there's there's always when when anyone asks me about a story or anything like that um yeah. one I always think of the good before the bad I always think the bad ones will kind of fade away but a good a good news story um would would have to be a, a customer I had it was a good few years ago now in um when I was working for Mac Cosmetics at the time, yeah. and she had come in to have her makeup done. The way it works in there is you kind of, unless you request someone, which it doesn't really happen, we're all kind of the same abilities mm. anyway in there. So she sat down and, you know, you introduce yourself, everything. And uh, like instantly, I find, I don't know about you, do you ever just click with someone? You just click and that's it. Oh, yeah. like you could probably find your, pa- your patients as well. You'd be like, Jesus, yeah. this person's great crack. Like, yeah. you know, that's me like all over, I find. <laughs> and that's just the way life is. You click with some people and others, you just go through everything, go through the makeup, everything's fine. But this one woman, I could I could obviously see that she um, 
had been or was going through treatment for her for for cancer or what like yeah. what I thought you know I'm not a nurse or anything like that so I wasn't too sure but um I try and treat everyone the same anyways because for me treating someone who is sick you know around maybe that might not make her feel well maybe she just wants to be normal for that day and yeah which forget I felt, about yeah forget that she is going through what she's going through so I chatted away to her. I didn't, you know, pry. I don't like to be asked people too many personal questions to start off, but I could just see that we were just going to get on straight away. And so she did. She started to show me, um, tell me her story and tell me that it was actually a brain tumor that she had had. And yeah. how she, she showed me photos of like everything, her surgery, everything like that. And because like, I'm fascinated like that anyway. We just yeah. got, com- got comfortable straight away and that was it. Straight in, show me her stitches. I was like, oh my God. Nothing was <laughs> off limits. <laughs> no, no, nothing was off limits. But I suppose by the end of the hour, I mean, half the time I just spent chatting to her and I didn't, don't know if I even asked her what, what she wanted on her face. She was just getting what I was putting on her anyways. And, um, we were chatting away and that and then when she was leaving I just I I just just was overcome by emotion with her I don't know what it was I just she said that she looked in the mirror because we were chatting so much she didn't get much of an opportunity but when she looked in the mirror she just nearly like like nearly (gasps) she's like oh my god Sarah she's like I haven't I haven't felt like this since before my sickness since before I was diagnosed before she was ill and just to see someone's face light up with just a bit of makeup it just goes to show that your words and you know my sometimes which I don't think is such a big talent of doing makeup had made such a difference to this to this woman's day I actually couldn't I couldn't put through her products through the tail because I was crying so much (laughs) I just ran off I was like I have to go and she's like I actually can't talk to you anymore and she was crying as well and then when I came back from out the back, I think all the girls thought I'd had a fight with someone. Um, when I came out from the back, she was there. She was there. And I, I was like, I thought I told you to leave. I think she was, yeah. getting some, she was getting some perfume or something. And I was like, I thought I told you to leave. And she was like, I'm sorry. I know. And I still see her now, like the odd time. And she like, which is nice to know that um, she's recovered. And that is just, she just, I would never forget her. I never forget the way she made me feel and the way I made her feel and the just the crack so that for me them kind of stories you you know you'll always have crappy stories as well but they don't stand out it's the people that just made me she made me feel so grateful for what I had like she you know she was only a woman yeah. in her fifth in her 50s like younger than my own mom and I think that really do you know what it resonates with you so that like them kind of stories for me will always that, that she will always stick with me and she will stand out forever like forever it's um it's such a lovely thing to do for someone um to make them feel that way no more than hairdressers as well I always think they have that ability just to give people a little bit of a boost you know when they're not feeling great absolutely like never underestimate how you can make someone feel in a mo- in a moment and how you can take that away from someone as well you know so I always I always kind of um go by like if you if you have nothing nice to say say nothing at all but my mom always said that to me from when I was a yeah. kid it was it was it, it like if you've nothing nice to say just and if you do have something nice to say say it you know tell, yeah, so, tell someone yeah tell, <laughs> tell someone they look good tell them, <laughs> yeah. tell them you like for the pants where do they get them probably pennies sure look because I'll be over and get five pairs in a minute you know what I mean like and that'll have them in good form for the day as well a hundred percent like when you get a compliment is there anything there's nothing really much better than someone actually a genuine compliment you know what I mean it's it's there's nothing better than someone saying something nice to you and meaning it it's hard to take but it is nice 
Either you're it's, lucky. Yeah, it's hard for <laughs> Irish women to take, you mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sarah, just um, moving towards the end now, just final tips for anyone struggling in lockdown with feelings of worry, anxiety, or just in bad form. Is there any little tips you could give them from your point of view? Yeah, I suppose um, from my point of view personally, it's stick to a routine I don't know like if you're the same but especially with not not working it's it's really difficult to kind of get yourself up at the same time try and get yourself to bed at the same time now we're all going to have our days like don't and you know allow yourself to have that day as well where you're not feeling good because there's absolutely nothing wrong with not feeling good as well but I think pull yourself out of it and don't stick don't stay down in that slump for a couple of days you know recognize how you feel acknowledge it and get right back up and say, okay, that was a little bit of a crappy day, but tomorrow I'm going to get up and I'm going to get out for a walk with the dog or a walk or a run or do a bit of exercise. So, uh, yeah, for me, it's stick to your routine. Acknowledge the fact that maybe you will have a bad day here and there. Because even if you were working and had a normal life, let's face it, you're going to have a bad day anyway. You know, That's so, it. yeah, exactly. And true. and know that we'll get out of this. It's not going to be here forever. Um, I, I think everyone's just very much as me anyway I'm trying to stay positive as best I can and yeah that'd be my yeah. best advice for people so hopefully that'll make a difference to someone's day yeah and I think one dose of the news a day is more than enough for anyone at the minute I know I do have to turn it off though I'm like you know yeah. what no I don't I don't need to hear them facts no. today <laughs> <laughs> um so Sarah you're not expecting this now but I'm just throwing this in here at the end just a quick fire round okay Okay, <laughs> I'm nervous. Um, so, night in or night out, Sarah Holloran? Right now, night out, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Sweet or savoury? Uh, sweet. Designer or high street? High street. Mark or Charlie? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Heels or flats? Heels. Weights or cardio? Cardio. Books or podcasts? Uh, podcast nights or mornings mornings summer or winter summer Nars or Mac <laughs> so like Mark or Charlie all over again yeah. um, I'm going to have to put you have... there Sarah I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop laughing right now I'll say Nars or I'll get fired yeah. <laughs> very good Sarah do you want to tell people where it's the best place to catch up with you online Sure, I will. Um, well, as you were saying earlier on, you mentioned the Bridal Index that is on Instagram. Yeah. Um, hoping that'll go a bit bigger. So watch out for websites and that in the future. And, Brilliant. Um, if you want to inquire about bridal makeup, the best place to get me is on email and it's sarahhollerinmakeup at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook and I'm on Instagram as well, just under Sarah Holleran. You'll find me Sarah Holleran Makeup. Sarah, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Take care. Maria, thank you so much. And that's the first one done. Thank you, Sarah, for opening up season one of My Life and Stories. Join us next week as I speak to Annie Nurse and the face behind the popular Instagram page, West of Ireland Self Build, Ashling Donald Finn. See you then. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review, and you can follow My Life in Stories on Instagram. Thank you, Ashling, for our chat. I really enjoyed that. And thank you, the listener, for all the positive feedback on last week's show. 
I hope you enjoyed this one just as much. Join me next week when I speak to businesswoman and hairstylist Linda Smith. See you then. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. And you can follow my life and stories on Instagram.